the world needs accountants and you'll be accountants but you've got to pass the junior course don't fret about it we've been here before we'll tell you all about it on accountant for Welcome to Accounted For, your weekly junior core podcast that accounts for your experiences in real time. We provide you with the student-to-student insider scoop, survival tips, suggestions, and stories all relevant to what you are experiencing each week. I'm your host, Hannah Biesinger from the junior core class of 2020. T minus two weeks and the moment you have all been waiting for. Group assignments. You guys, these are your people. I went into the junior court knowing hardly anyone, let alone the people in my group, but I can tell you that the other students in my group are now some of my closest friends. Before I start talking about that, because usually once I start, I can't stop, let's hear a couple thoughts regarding working during the junior court. We are grateful to have three previous junior core students joining us once again today, Emily Jensen, Cole Stewart-Johnson, and Jenner Berryhill, who have all completed the junior core within the last two years. Emily, can you tell us some of your thoughts and advice for those students who are wanting to work during the junior core? Working in the junior core is hard, but completely doable. I think it can be a little bit intimidating when you get those emails at the beginning of the semester saying, like, don't work more than 10 hours or you will die. And there's definitely wisdom in that. Do not get me wrong. I would not suggest working a bunch more than that, or actually 10 hours is great. But (laughs) that being said, I think it's, like I said, completely doable if you schedule your time wisely. There's a lot of demands when it comes to the junior core. And honestly, if you prioritize and write out to-do lists, I'm a huge fan of a little sticky note on the corner of your laptop, just giving you a little direction for the day. And honestly, you can do it. Just block out those times and communicate with your group about those times that you're free and when you're working. And honestly, it can work. Um, Obviously, there'll be late nights, early mornings, but that's just part of the junior court. And that's just what we're going to do. But you can work. Don't make it like full time. And it'll be great. Sometimes sacrifices have to be made. I personally gave up working a job during the fall semester so I could focus solely on my schoolwork. And honestly, I'm really, really grateful I did that because the workload in the junior core was often overwhelming and I couldn't imagine adding a job on top of that. After a while though, I got into a rhythm of understanding the nuances and the time commitments of the junior core. So I felt comfortable picking up a job as a teaching assistant for the winter semester. I worked five to 10 hours a week and my job was extremely flexible, which made it possible to both coordinate group meetings and prioritize school. So to sum up the takeaways from my experience while working the junior core, I am so glad I chose to be safe rather than sorry by postponing a job until I felt confident that I would have that extra time to work after devoting the right amount of time to learning and professional preparation. In the second semester of the junior core, when I started working, I kept a strict five to 10 hours a week, and it turned out really well for me. With that being said, I had quite a few friends that chose not to work at all during the junior core. And hey, that was the best choice for them because they could focus on earning good grades during such a critical academic year and focus on recruiting for the career that they really wanted in the future. 
If I could offer any advice, it'd be to hold off on working if you can until you've got the hang of things and feel like you can add more to your schedule, especially with the whole throw you into the deep end push at the beginning of fall semester with the Warren case. Just a few thoughts to consider. And now we get to talk about group bonding. You know that moment when Harry Potter and Ron Weasley knocked out the 12-foot mountain troll in the bathroom to save Hermione? And that's how they became friends? Well, everyone, this is that moment. So let's talk to some junior course students to hear how they bonded with their groups, how they utilized their group, and what came of those connections. Thank you for taking some time to speak with us today. This is one of the episodes I have been looking forward to the most. So Emily, we'll throw it back to you. Can you tell us how you maximized the potential of your group? Okay, so I think there's two main ways that you can really maximize your group potential. And the first way I would say is through getting to know your group, just like as normal people. And whether that's like getting together to go get ice cream or taking a study break and watching some funny YouTube videos or even watching a movie together one night with their spouses and significant others. I think just knowing each other as who they really are can really bond you guys together. I think a lot of times the accounting core gets pretty hard and you're asked to do a lot of group projects and it's kind of with a bunch of strangers and it gets a little intimidating. And I think if you take just even a half hour, 15 minutes to step back and really get to know each other, then as you work together as a group, you can understand more of where each other are coming from and why maybe they're doing the things that they're doing and be able to have those inside jokes to laugh about when things are getting super rough, like with Warren or with um, other group projects. So it really just getting to know each other is huge. And then the second thing is communication. Honestly, I feel like a lot of problems with groups just come because they didn't communicate. That there was just a moment that someone didn't um, communicate either expectations or schedules, and then that causes big issues. So for me, I was like, well, if I was deciding if I should communicate something or not, I was like, well, is it going to help? Might as well. Just communicate, communicate, communicate. I cannot emphasize that enough. And honestly, when you're all on the same page, it just makes everything go smoothly and you can all be friends and be bonded all together. And it's just fantastic. And honestly, then your group projects are higher quality because you just understand where each other are in your schedules and in your lives. So I think those are the two main things I would say. Cole, let's hear about your experiences. Something that like I've learned, and I wasn't necessarily the best at it during the junior corps, but just being like your authentic self and being who you are, because I think by allowing people to see who you are, it allows them to kind of adjust. Um, and as everybody can kind of realize, okay, so this person is, you know, more sensitive about their time doing this or and it's kind of boundaries as well but like just allowing people to see who you are and the things that you have going on allows you to actually make meaningful relationships and um, know that like when you're communicating with other people they understand to an extent obviously they don't know everything about you but to an extent where you're coming from and there can be a lot more like compassion and understanding when things maybe don't come out the way you want them to because I mean, when you're talking about a subject that's heavy, heavily influenced by math, it's very, you know, it's this way or that way. And, you know, in certain classes in junior core, 
you know, we have to use our professional judgment. And, and so there can be differences of opinion, not saying that one is right or wrong, but it feels like there should still be a right or wrong. And so uh, I think, you know, having people understand who you are and where you're coming from helps you to better understand each other when you hit that moment where it's like, no, 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 no. It, it's definitely this one. And then you come to find out both of you are wrong. So. <laughs> and what advice would you give about group dynamics, Jenner? Some of the best ways that I learned to work with the group and get the best out of everybody is just to set expectations at the beginning. And also you can't know everything about them from the get-go, but really take time to get to know how everybody works and yeah, just like your expectations of each other and yourselves and like schedule things out. Cause I get it right. Like people have other classes, you have work, um, you have so many other priorities, but being on the same page about where people are in those, that way people don't get frustrated. Like they feel like they're doing all the work um, or, you know, someone isn't pulling their weight. And also like I learned some people just have different strengths and weaknesses and learn in different ways. Like, we went half the semester thinking, um, oh, maybe this guy isn't really pulling his weight because he's never prepared with the homework. He just took longer to learn it. It wasn't like he wasn't doing it. He just needed more time than we were giving him. We we're like, oh, like, <laughs> well, now that we know that we can, you know, change things up. And so um, before you yeah, like jump to conclusions about your group members, just ask like, hey, like, is this OK? Or what do you think about this? And it will solve a lot of problems and keep you from being really frustrated. Now, I'm sure all three of our guests will agree with me when I say that the junior core is a very comprehensive learning environment. So what kinds of information do you feel were accounted for in your junior core year, whether that's spiritual, uh, emotional or intellectual? We'd love to hear some of your thoughts. So we're not just accounted for in the junior core academically, but also spiritually and just as a human being. <laughs> um, honestly, I can think of so many little just spiritual thoughts that our professors gave us um, at the beginning of class. And I don't know if they realize how impactful those were to me, because with the craziness of the junior core, I think a lot of times we would just get really caught up in the competition or in what is due next. And we kind of forget about how we needed to improve our relationship with Jesus Christ more. And them taking that time at the very beginning of class and being like, this is what is most important and this is what you need to do was so impactful to me and helped me recenter myself each day. And it also, let's be honest, invited the spirit and lowered my stress levels. And it was fantastic. Then just like as a general human, the accounting program taught me how to be a professional. Honestly, before the junior core, I did not know how to network. My resume was kind of crappy and I did not have a LinkedIn profile, period. <laughs> and so by them having those assignments and making us do practice interviews and all the things I complained about in the moment honestly made me such a better professional and such a better communicator with just people in general. And so I think that was fantastic. Also, I learned about myself that I can do hard things and I can work hard with other people. I had never had a chance to work on a team as extensively, and the junior core definitely accounted 
for that. <laughs> we learned how to work with a team and how to create relationships with people that we'd never met and had to work with them immediately. <laughs> and so the junior core did a lot more than teach me accounting. It taught me how to be more spiritually mature and also how to be a better professional and a better team member. Not being the best in the junior core, you know, can take a toll mentally, emotionally. Um, and so recognizing that your best will allow you to be able to do everything you need to um, kind of really helps to grow spiritually because um, you're trusting in God in the experience. And also just educationally, like it's funny uh, because when I started interviewing for some of the internships, I literally like they asked me a couple questions that were specific to like accounting. And so like my internship is in like risk and financial um, advisory. They asked me stuff directly like correlated to AIS. And I literally sat there and I was like, wow, I've never been so grateful for a class, but it was definitely very beneficial. And just realizing that a lot of things aren't going to be seen immediately, but they will be, especially since, you know, we're going to use this in our careers or at some point in our professional, our professional careers. And whether it be indirect or direct, it's going to help us to better help the people that we're serving. So that is a tough one because I, I just want to I could talk about so many different things. Um, but some of the ones that I think personally are most important is uh, just the confidence that that you get um, for me. And probably a lot of people, you sit there in class the first couple of days and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, do I belong here? All these people are like really smart. This is a top three program. And then you get through the core and at the end you can look back and you say, like, I did that. I went to those info sessions. I went to those recruiting events. I did the homework. I did the projects. I took the test. I did the reading. I applied for those internships. I got them, you know, like so just the whole junior core, it prepares you to take those roles and like take that next step. I'll be honest, I really don't remember too much <laughs> about the about the content, about the info, uh, which, you know, on one hand, I'm like, oh, dang, that's sad. But it's like, you know, it gave me the confidence to say to recruiters and to job people like I've been exposed to it and I know for sure that I can learn it. Um, and so that for me was one of the, the best things coming out of the junior core, like all this knowledge and all this experience that we got. It was all so I could say, you know what, I can do it. Thank you to Emily, Cole, and Jenner for sharing their advice and stories. I'm right there with them in saying that I had incredible students in my groups for both semesters. But what if you don't? What if they simply don't want to meet? Sometimes that can be the reality of it. If that is the case, I have a couple of recommendations. First, I recommend performing a self-evaluation. Ask yourself if you have done all you can to be that good group member. Sometimes you don't just land the good team, but you have to create the good team. My second recommendation comes after you can say yes to the first, and that would be to reach out to your faculty members or the junior core coordinator. They have the resources to help you and are fully invested in your success. So please reach out if you are struggling to have the group dynamic that you want. 
I recognize that approaching a faculty member may be a new experience or even an uncomfortable one. I remember the first time I made a visit to the fifth floor of the Tanner and I was asking about the Warren case. I was so nervous that I made three of my friends come with me to visit my professor. You can never go wrong with a three-person support group. But once we got in there, I realized just how approachable and real our professors are. Since that day, I continued to visit that same professor frequently, as well as any other professor that I needed help or advice from. So to wrap up today, meet your group because as said by J.K. Rowling, there are some things you can't share without ending up liking each other, and knocking out a 12-foot mountain troll or going through the junior core are two of them. Your School of Accountancy family wishes you the best in this upcoming week. Be sure to tune in next time, and as you go about your junior core experience, just know that you are accounted for. That's all for now, accounted for. Accounted For is directed and hosted by Hannah Biesinger, music by Shemay and Cassie Budd, engineered and edited by Josh Bauer. This is a reminder that this podcast and what is said on it is in no way an official position or declaration of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Brigham Young University, or the School of Accountancy.